0: I know you're clarifying, but that also sounded so mean.
1: What did you have for breakfast, Allison Truge?
0: I kind of want to talk about breakfast dreams instead of the breakfast reality that I had.
1: It's like that scene in 500 Days of Summer, the expectations versus the reality.
0: Yeah, um, on the... That was a soda that you just popped.
1: That's a seltzer, and professional podcasters don't remark upon their co-host's beverages, Allison Scrooge.
0: It was very distracting to me, and I do not reject my statements.
1: Expectations versus reality, go.
0: So, on the one panel of my Joseph Gordon Levitt life, um, I went all the way to Mike and Patty's and got one of my favorite ever breakfast sandwiches called The Fancy, and then I ate it. And everything was good because in order to do that, I got to work super early and I was definitely not feeling sick at all. Um, And that's also the perfect world where um, my boyfriend that I love very much um, didn't give me a sickness that left me... Are we seriously talking about this? No! (laughs) A sickness that left me p for 12 hours straight. Oh my God, I'm not including that in the show. That's disgusting. (laughs) This is the breakfast reality.
1: <laughs> so, how did this affect your breakfast reality?
0: Um, my breakfast reality was I was so nauseous that I could barely eat a bag of sun chips.
1: Okay, so what did you have for breakfast?
0: I I had like half a bag of sun chips.
1: Oh, you buried the lead. You had a very small sun chippy breakfast.
0: Yeah. Um, they were garden salsa, which is the only way to be. Yeah. I also I had um a cup of English breakfast tea. Which for some reason was super duper weak. I like literally don't know what happened. It was my first time brewing a cup of tea in like, uh, you know, seven years. So <laughs> in like in like a hot minute, and uh, I I got my my very special mug that Brian's uh, mom gave me for Christmas last year. That is my very special mug, and I put two not even just one two bags of Twinings English Breakfast in there in that little puppy. And then I um, didn't have any dairy-free creamer at my office. And 7-Eleven didn't have any dairy-free creamer. So, you know, that's the kind of day it was. And so I I used Soylent (laughs) in my
1: tea. Oh, my God.
0: It was was dire. It was not a good moment. Um, And then some sugar. And then I put boiling water in it. And for some reason, the tea really didn't steep. And I don't really know what I did.
1: Maybe it's because it was absorbed by all the delicious nutrients of Soylent. (laughs)
0: All of the delicious soil nutrients. So wait, how did that? How did that affect the tea? You know, I like. I really mean it. I literally don't know what I did wrong.
1: <laughs> it's so easy. We talked about this on our last episode. You just add water to tea, and it becomes tea. Where is Jason Snell to insult me
0: again? Where, <laughs> where is he? Somewhere in the world, Jason Snell just went like. Ah, T-Robot. Yes, a reason for you.
1: Oh, God.
0: That's the way that he said it. That was the syntax that he used.
1: Indeed, indeed. Uh, my breakfast was mac and cheese. Moving on, uh, how are you? I've missed talking to you.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, we haven't talked in a really long time. You know, it's been like a month and we haven't spoken.
1: Well, see, you took it a little too sarcastic, but I, uh, I, I've i missed doing a podcast with you, even though I saw you literally this morning.
0: <laughs> yeah, so uh, sorry for the folks that have been asking where we've been. Um, I my mic died, and then we couldn't record podcasts anymore. And that was um, a very sad day, indeed. And we cried every single day.
1: More so than that. This is the first remote episode we've done in a while, which makes editing a lot easier for me. Oh, my God.
0: Although it is also the first it's the first episode that we've done remotely while we both live in the same city.
1: That's true. Hey, life update: I live in Boston now. Uh, we're about twenty minutes away from each other.
0: Yay! Life update: I spent all weekend being very ill
1: at my house
0: because my boyfriend lives in Somerville now. Okay, that's not mm, that's not the reason. It's because <laughs> I was.
1: Oh God! I...
0: Well, so this is this is kind of the topic of the whole episode. We want to do a little 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 update about uh, a certain breakfast sandwich ranking. Uh, I'm going to throw in another little update. I've stopped drinking Soylent.
1: <laughs> even even in your tea?
0: So I've been thinking about this ever since our podcast with one Dan Wersch um, about Waffle House, where he said that he tried to drink Soylent and then um, it, it just didn't agree with his stomach. And ever since that happened, I was considering that and I was like, wait, I have also been having stomach problems that I just thought were related to the fact that I'm lactose intolerant, but I ignore it all the time. But then when I really cut lactose out and I noticed I was still drinking Soylent, I was like, oh, that has been very much upsetting my tummy. So now I'm drinking through like the last of my Soylent subscription that I got like over three months ago, and it's very sad.
1: I still enjoy Soylent. I don't drink it much because uh, I have some amazing new food appliances and some amazing new ingredients and recipes that I've been playing with. And as somebody who works from home, I get to spend as much, well, not as much time as I want, but I can spend a lot of time uh, making food. So I don't need necessarily Soylent to uh, expedite my life at this point in my life, but I'm sure that if I ever have a commute again or if I'm ever like I need to take a lunch break that's regimented by someone else and not me, uh, a Soylent is going to be a much bigger part of my life, even though I still use it while traveling. Which I love
0: um, I think it, it all goes It all boils down to What I have heard um, my, my friends that are Slightly older than me And maybe very much Older than me Have all said that This is where our bodies Start to decay And then all of a sudden We cannot imbibe things As we once imbibed them
1: Wait you mean we can't Drink all night anymore Oh no Yeah
0: Um. I've started getting Like hangovers Like actual hangovers What's that?
1: I've never, hang over?
0: A hangover is a marine creature that lives, oh. it's a submarine creature, one of the ones that keeps me up at night. Um, it's got a little light attached to its forehead,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: it its call, its mating call is hangover, hangover, because the light hangs over its face.
1: Oh, that's really sweet. Is it friends with a quiche? <laughs> Yes, um, they're best friends. (laughs) I really, really, really want a, a children's book now called The Hangover and the Quiche.
0: Oh my god, someone make this happen.
1: So we're talking about uh, our updated breakfast sandwich rankings. I honestly don't have too much to add to it except for a very, very, very bad breakfast sandwich experience that I don't want to kick the topic off on. Uh, Why don't you tell me more about your new favorite breakfast sandwiches?
0: I also have had a bad breakfast sandwich experience in the past month that I'd like to talk about, though. Maybe this is how we should start. Maybe this is the spirit of the episode because this is how both of our days started.
1: We're the feisty, uh, feisty, feisty breakfast sandwich podcast right now.
0: I'll start. I was betrayed by my true love in the past month. Um, There was a day at work where I ended up staying super duper late. And usually I really don't like to go to Dunkin Donuts after like three o'clock and order breakfast sandwiches because like I have a little like shred of dignity. And I do not like the way that they look at me into my eyes and into my soul I do that,
1: I'm sorry, is that because of the time of day or the fact that the pastries are usually several hours old at that point?
0: Well, I think it's it's both of those things, but also it's maybe because when I go there and I order it, I end up kind of like screaming, but also sobbing, (laughs) sobbing the same time.
1: I'll put a link in the show notes to the amazing tweet you did today of your uh, Duncan fast orders, which impart a certain amount of existential dread. I didn't know something as happy as Duncan could impart. <laughs> I really want to do an episode about
0: fast orders um, at some point, because I think that there's a, a a lot of wondrous poetry that can be done with that. Um, but moving right along, I ended up using said Duncan app to order my breakfast sandwich because I realized that I don't have to look somebody in the eyes and do it which has been just game-changing for me isn't that the best yeah and so I went uh it was like four o'clock and I stood there I stood there for a good like 10 minutes and then uh someone like lazily looked over and saw that my order was on the computer and they were like ah yes right
1: that is our job yes The,
0: the witch of sand good I ordered a sausage egg and cheese And I took it, and I opened it up in my office, and it was still frozen. Oh, mmm. And I ate it anyway, because I didn't want to say anything, and I was really hungry. (laughs) And that is a really good analog for how I've been feeling.
1: Wait a minute. It was still, like, frozen, frozen, or just cold, or did they... Tell me more, please.
0: It was kind of like someone had just sort of, like, popped it in the oven, but for, like, definitely not enough time.
1: They're, oh my god, wait, uh, there was an episode, Great British Bake Off, because I just to the most recent season recently, that um, somebody did not turn their oven on when they put their bake in. And it was like, oh god, they just completely forgot to turn on the oven, that's a little important for a baking competition.
0: I bet it was like that, except it was more uh, spite. I got a spite breakfast is what I got. Ooh,
1: oh, truge, oh, truge. That's, uh that's a callback. There's a callback, folks. It sure is.
0: Now, now share, share your breakfast experience so that we can climb upwards into the beautiful halls of updated breakfast sandwiches.
1: Nope, this one's bad, too. Uh, I, too, was at a Dunkin' after hours, and by after hours, I mean at, like, 3.30 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> and I am a very recent convert to the Everything Bagel. Uh, I didn't really enjoy it or appreciate it until I lived in New York, and I had my favorite bagel shop I've ever had right down the street from where I worked. I believe it's called Bagel Maven on 7th Avenue, right next to Penn Station. And I started getting a lot of everything bagels when I lived there, and I thought, well, okay, I want a breakfast sandwich. I'm just coming off this terrible, terrible illness, which Truge will not stop talking about, And it's been all consuming. It's been really, really bad. I knew I wanted a breakfast sandwich because I was just coming off of this illness. And I knew I wanted something more substantial than my typical uh, croissant. Because I usually do a croissant when I do a breakfast sandwich because they're buttery and flaky and delicious and perfect. I knew I wanted a bagel because it was a little bit more substantial and I hadn't eaten much that day. And when I got a bagel, I thought, you know, I'll I'll do an everything bagel because that just makes it better, right? Those extra spices, those extra elements of flavor all covering the, uh, the bagel. That has to improve it, right? No.
0: No, everything bagels at Dunkin' are bad.
1: I would have rather gotten a plain bagel because the everything was trash.
0: They're like so bad. Like, they're always bad. No matter if you go to the best Dunkin' in the world, they're bad.
1: I'm really, really upset. So I had this and I jo- just choked it down. Again, like you, I was too hungry and too embarrassed to say anything, but there was, unlike you, there was nothing I could bring back to the counter, even if I wanted to, to say, hey, can you fix this? This is really bad. It was just fundamentally in like the single most fundamental way. It was a trash sandwich. It was a trash witch. (laughs) So
0: listen, mine was worse. End of discussion. Let's talk about our best. Let's talk about our best breakfast sandwiches. I want to talk about this, especially because um, I've recently been doing a bunch of traveling. I think since our last episode, um, I went to Cincinnati. I think I went somewhere else, but now it's all muddling in my head. Um, But particularly... One Ashley Truge uh, friend of the show and friend of my DNA <laughs> in that we have identical DNA she took me around Cincinnati and showed me all of the all of the cheese filled goodness that it had to offer um, it didn't affect the rankings terribly much but she wanted. Um, <laughs> She wanted a shout-, a shout out And she has been one of the main people Asking us to post more episodes So this one's for Ashley
1: Hi Ashley, I miss you Come back from Cincinnati sometime and we'll hang out
0: I want to do a little refresher So our old uh, rankings My number one was the egg slut sandwich My number two was The Mike and Patty's sandwich And then my number three was the Panera sandwich
1: I don't remember my rankings I think I remember Good
0: research babe
1: my, I remember choosing a bunch of stuff my dad made, and you got really mad at me. So I just made things up off the top of my head, which I'm going to do again this episode.
0: That's just great. That's just wonderful. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about some uh, breakfast sandwiches. Honestly, the rankings aren't a ton different. But I feel like since it was like one of our first episodes, in fact, it was our first episode. Um, I wanted to do some updates We'll start with what is not updated, which is the number one is still the Egg Slut sandwich in L.A. But now they have new stores. They have one in New York. And when I'm featuring there in March, I'm going to be going to the New York establishment of Egg Slut.
1: And by feature, you mean you're reading poetry for people who are paying you in New York, which is amazing.
0: I know you're clarifying, but that also sounded so mean. It was like, Wait, no. so by feature, this is actually no. what you meant. I know no, you're I, being nice.
1: I wanted to clarify. I'm I know. Sorry. I know. I don't I know. want I know. to mansplain you're... you your job. No, you're really no.
0: I was just pointing it out. I'm not sad.
1: <laughs> well, thanks for the thanks for the like real time follow up from my words.
0: Okay, well that's great. Um, so Eggslut, Big fan. Really excited to go back there. I'm, I'm just very jazzed. I'm incredibly jazzed indeed. Um, the let, So we'll, we'll go up. I, I've got a top four this time instead of a top three. Um, actually, maybe I had a top four last time. Whatever. Whoa, 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 whatever. Um, what I'll say is the Mike and Patty's Fancy Breakfast Sandwich. It is still one of the best breakfast sandwiches I've ever had, but it is now... Number four on the list. It is the fourth best breakfast sandwich I've ever had. Uh, For those of you that don't remember, it is wheat toast with uh, bacon, egg, and cheddar. With, uh, oh, also avocado. And it's also got a chipotle aioli on top of it. And like, wow, is it delicious. It's in the South End in Boston. And I love it a lot. And I wish that that, that was my breakfast aspiration this morning. Um, of all the places that I travel frequently, like most frequently, uh, Mike and Patty's is certainly one of the best places I go for breakfast sandwiches.
1: Yeah, I was there once with you and I enjoyed it a lot. It was a really, really good breakfast sandwich.
0: Oh yeah, that was when we went with Steve and friend of the show and friend of my life. But yeah, from there, I, what I really want to talk about is these next two sandwiches. One of them I've already talked about, but... Uh, I was talking to my mom and my sister, probably the only two people that listen to this podcast, realistically. Um, (laughs) And uh, my mom asked me, because she was there the first time we went to Bagelsaurus, um, and she asked if Bagelsaurus makes the top three now, and it absolutely does. It is topping my number three list. Um, Particularly the sandwich with egg, cheese, um, and bacon. And also, it has a uh, Dijon butter spread, which is just delectable. Honestly, what I'm, what I'm really getting at here is that the spread makes the sandwich because on my number two slot is, uh, the beautiful establishment Brassica in Forest Hills. It used to be a coffee shop. Uh, I think it's like totally different owners, maybe. Um, there used to be a poetry reading there. It was called Fazenda. Um, but now it's a place called Brassica. They have excellent coffee and excellent, like, Everything, actually. But I had a I had a breakfast sandwich there that, like, really shook me and really changed me and made me a better person. Um Realistically, it actually could be in my number one place, but because I'm a nostalgic person, Egg Slut is at the top of the list. Um, I don't remember what this sandwich was called, which is, I guess, kind of anticlimactic. But this sandwich, it was just regular, like, toast. Like, there was nothing particularly special about the bread. And then it was just, like an egg and sausage but it had cheese but it was a slice of deep fried like crispy
1: cheese whoa which was delectable
0: it was it was very very special i had
1: to have been there with you when you got that right
0: so i remember because you were in the vicinity but because we were going to go apple picking You were getting cash while I ate this sandwich. And I say ate in the most general of terms because I inhaled and absorbed this sandwich into my skin.
1: Oh, right. I remember now because... I thought we were just meeting our friends Kim and Nick there so we were just hanging out and waiting and I got a coffee but you also got a breakfast sandwich. They showed up and I thought okay we're gonna stop somewhere on the way there but once they showed up they also got breakfast sandwiches and I had reached my statute of limitations where I was like oh at this point do I order? I don't know so I didn't eat anything until much later that day.
0: (laughs) You're getting in the way of what is the most incredible thing about this sandwich Brian
1: The fact that you ate it next to me while I didn't eat anything?
0: Listen, the thing that made this breakfast sandwich so incredible is the spread. It was sausage, egg, and fried cheese, and it had a fig spread. Excuse me? Fig
1: spread. So you're gonna call me disgusting eating jelly and toast (laughs) and egg when you, Alison Trout, co-host of this very podcast, love... A sandwich with fig spread on it with sausage, egg, and fried cheese, which all sounds amazing, mind you, but I want to point out your hypocrisy in calling me disgusting when you're doing the same thing. Brian,
0: have you ever been in love? No, I have not, apparently. Have you ever been so fundamentally changed that you take a very firmly held notion that you thought you had and then you meet somebody? Somebody new, somebody like that you really weren't expecting. Like you saw him on a menu, and you thought, like, oh, that would be a wacky thing to talk about on my breakfast podcast. But then, but then you meet, and and you look into each other's eyes, and then you are holding a sandwich, and you kind of just like mash it, like like onto your face skin because you it's you don't just want to eat the sandwich; you want to like you want to absorb it. You want you wish that all of your pores had little teeth. So that you could actually eat this sandwich with your skin. Uh,
1: uh, what? Oh my god, this is the first time I'm ever gonna, like, not play along with your improv, because that was weird as hell. It was a good sandwich, (laughs) is all I'm saying. Wait, when was this? Because we haven't recorded Most Important Meal in a while. We spent October doing Rock Facts. When, what? This had to have been in, like, October, right? This was, like, 17 years ago. So, no, this was... (laughs) This was like a month and a half ago. This was like 17 years in the future. No, this was like a month and a half ago. So wait, this was after the time. Yeah, this was after the time you called me disgusting for enjoying jelly on toast with an egg on top.
0: Brian, let's not dwell on the past. We're going (laughs) to... All I'm saying is don't hold me accountable for any actions I've ever done.
1: (laughs) Oh, oh, God. Uh, Please, please, everybody take accountability for the things they do. Please, please. Uh, I want to talk about my breakfast sandwich list because my only criticism of your list is that we have one place in LA and then three places local to Boston, which are is great. These are the breakfast sandwiches we know and love, but it's very difficult for people to get these breakfast sandwiches if they ever want to try them. So I'm going to do you one better and talk about sandwiches that were only made by me and people I love.
0: Brian, we talked about this the first time. This is a bad way to talk about this breakfast podcast.
1: My number three sandwich... Brian. is one that I made for you one Brian. day. Uh, it was very, very tasty. It was a uh, steak and eggs sandwich. Yes, Truge?
0: Okay, that was a really good sandwich, but this is not what this game is.
1: So what I did was I took some Steakums, which we've talked about on the previous show very briefly, but I want to sing Steakums praises because they are some of the easiest things you can make to make uh, something extremely... They're one of the easiest, most convenient ways to do something extremely uh, rich and filling and meaty because otherwise you're doing either like hamburger or a real steak and that's a lot more effort than this is worth. But Steakums are so easy. They're frozen. You just throw them on the pan for maybe 90 seconds and you've got amazing, amazing like cheesesteak consistency. So I took that, put some on a piece of toasted white bread and then added the Gordon Ramsay eggs that we talked about in a very early episode of the show which are excellent eggs, but I learned in this case are not good for sandwiches because they are too runny and too underdone, which is what I love about them. So
0: you're talking about a sandwich that you even have regrets about.
1: It's not a regret. It was an excellent sandwich. I just wish I had done slightly different eggs. Uh, And then I broiled that with some cheese and the bread, and then everything was nice and hot and toasty. And when I served it to you, you fell in love with me all over again, right?
0: I'm falling out of love with you right now, Brian. Please pick a sandwich from a restaurant. My
1: number two sandwich is one that you made me, which is okay, I'll give you some credit, inspired by Bagel Source, which is a kind of restaurant that you can go to. It's, I don't know why I said kind of restaurant. It's a real place you can go to. It's a real establishment.
0: <laughs> it's an establishment where they once closed, like when they closed down the store one day, they listened to our podcast talking about them.
1: That made me so happy when we, we went back there after a little while and they uh, recognized you and said, are you Alison Truj? Did you do a podcast about us? Yeah, we we all listened to it together when we closed. It was great. Uh, That made me really, really happy.
0: That is my one moment of fame. And Bagelsaurus, I know you're not listening, but like, honestly, like, please at me.
1: I love Bagelsaurus so much. Uh, This sandwich is inspired by one of their sandwiches called the T-Rex, which is uh, bananas... And what what's on this one?
0: Oh yeah, that's a really good sandwich. Well, you can talk about the Bagelsaurus version of it, and then I'll talk about how I riffed upon it.
1: No, no, talk about how you riffed upon it because I've never had the actual Bagelsaurus one. So
0: we'll talk. We'll talk about the Bagelsaurus version. That would actually be like number five on my list. If you don't want to combine four into two different breakfast sandwiches, um, this one's unique in that it doesn't have any eggs on it. Um, but honestly, it's it's still one of the most delicious things I've ever eaten. Um, it's. I mean a bagel saurus. It's a bagel with um, peanut butter, uh, banana, and honey, and bacon, and like, wow, is it delicious? And the only the only differences that I made is that I didn't use bagels because I don't. I mean, I love bagel and I will like, I will die on that hill. I will die on that bagel hill. But uh, as a normal person living in the world, I'm not necessarily a bagel person. I can be. Um, what I did was I took some fresh sourdough bread, uh, toasted it up a little bit in some butter and then like on, like in a pan, like not in a toaster. Toasters are, I I don't know. I don't agree with toasters. Um, and then I put some almond butter. Actually the bagel source version does have almond butter. Correction quickly. Um, almond butter, banana, honey. And then I used candied bacon instead of regular bacon.
1: That is incredible. And I love how substantial it is and very sweet it is. While again, it doesn't have eggs. It doesn't have anything, uh, any meats outside of bacon. I will say
0: it spurred, I wouldn't say an argument with me and Brian. I was just like so guffawed.
1: No, no, stop. Mm. Brian
0: was like not interested in eating this sandwich and that really hurt my feelings. And then he was like, but peanut butter and bananas just weird. And then I got really mad because I was like, I was raised on banana and peanut butter sandwiches.
1: How? I thought it was just banana that you were uh, incredulous about because I had said I hadn't really eaten much banana.
0: Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know.
1: Because I love the combination of peanut butter and banana in things. Not so much together like as a whole like that. But if you include it in a sandwich, yeah, it's great.
0: You're still
1: wrong. And my number one sandwich uh, made for me by my dad uh, most recently when I visited New Jersey. It is very, 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 very lightly toasted white bread. The lightest toast you can possibly do. Like if you didn't know any better, you would say it's almost just plain bread, except it's a little too (laughs) unfloppy.
0: A little too unfloppy. Good. Good technical breakfast journalism terms, babe.
1: My dad basically makes a cheese omelet cuts it in half, splits it between two sandwiches, and then adds deli ham. Like, the sliced ham you get at the uh, deli counter just adds that on top. And while I am, for the most part, a proponent of cubed ham or uh, slightly thicker ham than deli sliced ham, in this case, it was the most perfect thing. Uh, Serve with ketchup on top, and you got yourself the greatest breakfast sandwich ever.
0: Well, that does sound pretty delicious, but this was not the prompt, Brian, and I have to give you a D for effort.
1: Oh, thank you. That's so sweet of you. I'm glad that we're grading each other's podcast performance now. Uh, Let's do our quarterly review, I guess. Uh, You got an A for love. (laughs) Yay! I'm winning! Okay, I think I got it. It was a really dumb Skype setting. That was bad. I'm sorry.
0: Let's not blame the tools we use, Brian.
1: No, we can very, very easily blame Scott. This is a garbage app.